You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s if you're not doing so already. Go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach for really funny Instagram stories, probably of my neighbors. I had some really great ones over the weekend from Valentine's Day. Um, adorable memes and really cute selfies. I haven't posted as many memes to my personal account at Just Plain Zach, but we do have really good like reality TV and Bravo memes at uh, No Filter with Zach, which is our show account. We have a lot of really good ones there. Like we did a funny one with with Caitlyn Jenner over the weekend on Valentine's Day because she had like a bunch of bouquets on her table. And it was like me, you know, on Valentine's Day, sending myself a bunch of roses because I don't really have a date. But I want people to think that I do. And I wanted my hallway to look like I was just full of Valentine's Day grams so that people can know I am in demand and not like I was alone on Valentine's Day. Not that I want to put a ton of pressure on Valentine's Day because like, you know, it's just it's any old day of the week. It's a homework holiday, as people like to say. But uh, we have some really, really juicy tea and news and interviews that will be coming out on this show. First of all, since this is Monday and we're going to be doing pop culture breakdowns with me, I don't have anyone joining me to break things down, but I figured we'd do another fun little solo recap this Monday. And then uh, this Wednesday, we have a very juicy interview with Miss Kristen Doty from Vanderpump Rules about her new book. He's making you crazy. I ask her a lot of questions about it. I got an advanced copy and it is juicy. She talks about, um, she opens up about a lot, like all of her previous relationships, the guy she dated in high school, college, um, losing her virginity, which I actually think is a, I think Stassi's book had a much more interesting virginity losing story than Kristen's does, but Kristen's was kind of interesting and I didn't fully understand it, but we get to read about her losing her virginity. Um, we get to read all about all the things that we saw in Vanderpump, like um, her fights with James, her hooking up with Jax, and we get like more details and context because obviously they can't really show everything on the show and we don't get her like full inner dialogue. So we get her really um, spilling a lot more deets on that from what I've been going through the book and reading. So it's actually, it's really good, really, really good. Um, and yeah, I ask her all about it and I ask her a ton of questions about what's going on in Vanderpump currently, what's going on with our current cast members. And it's a good time. So get ready. That's happening this Wednesday. Kristen Doty is going to be on Hashtag No Filter with Zig Peter. Also, shout out to Cashel. Cashel from Love Island last week who's on the show. That was one of our highest, most downloaded, most listened to episodes of the year, of this new year so far. I know we're only halfway through February, so it's only been like, what, six, seven weeks into the new year. But it was one of our best episodes. And I was like, damn, wow, we haven't had an episode shoot this high in like a minute. I was surprised because Cashel's not even on Love Island anymore. But it was a really juicy episode because he told us all about, um, or I asked him all about like what really happened with Kira. And then to his surprise, he actually found out on the show and I revealed it to him that he was blocked, B-L-O-C-K-E-D, blocked from Kira. And then he ended up telling me that not only was he blocked on social media, but he suspects he might be blocked on her phone as well. <sighs> so that's a juicy one. Um, I get updates from all the Love Islanders. So if you haven't listened to that, go and listen to it because it's actually really good. And then I asked him a lot about Valentine's Day and like what guys really think about Valentine's Day and whether or not they're actually like putting as much pressure as the rest of us are straight guys, putting as much pressure as the rest of us are 
um, about Valentine's Day. It's interesting because I keep saying what guys think about Valentine's Day and then I kind of put myself in the same class as like what women are thinking, even though I don't identify as a woman. Like if I were to update my bio, it would say he, him. Even though I think if you are already born a he, him or a she, her, then you don't need to identify as that. But I mean, look, to each their own. I'm not going to get into that because I'm not going to like drag anybody. And I don't want you coming for me on the Twitter. Okay. The only time I like you to come for me on Twitter is when I'm drinking like a Bev Rosé or a Blondie's or something. And I'm like, Ray, get lit. Okay. Thanks. Speaking of, uh, this week's drink of the week is a lover's potion. I know it's after Valentine's Day, but I put together a really fun rosé kind of cocktail with my pal's Drink Simple. They have this uh, maple water that's really delicious and full of electrolytes. So I was like, hey, Drink Simple, do you want to con- help me concoct some fun little cocktail recipes? And they're like, yes. And then I hit up my pals at Bev, the rosé that I um, I interviewed Alix, who's the founder, last year. And I was like, hey, do you want to do like some cocktails with me? And they're like, here are some wines. We got some new ones. And I was like, ooh, great. So I'll test this out. I have a fun rosé cocktail that will be published on Just Plain Zach this Wednesday. And on my Instagram, I'll do an Instagram uh, IGTV with me making the actual cocktail. But it's made with like some delicious uh, sparkling maple water from Drink Simple. And it's made, which is actually really good. If you guys have not tried Drink Simple, it's actually very tasty. Especially if like like the next day when you're like, oh, I want Gatorade or oh, I want, you know, something with electrolytes. Or even like Pedialyte, I think is kind of gross, TBH. This has the electrolytes or like some people don't like coconut water. They think that just the, they don't like the taste of it. They don't like the flavor of it. Um, this is another really great option that has a lot of minerals. It has a lot of electrolytes and it's just, it's actually kind of tasty. It's like water with like a hint of, um, of like maple in it. And it's, it's just, it's delicious. So I used their new sparkling water, combine that with some rosé, a little vodka and a couple of other little fun ingredients, and you're going to love it because it's a lover's potion. And if you're single, you're going to want to drink it. And if you're not single, you're going to want to make it for your man or for yourself because then he can have like a beer. So lots of Bravo news happening, lots of other news happening just like in the world. So we're going to break down um, the new all, to all the boys I've ever loved. Amanda Bynes got engaged. Caroline Flack from um, UK Love Island unfortunately passed away. Real Housewives, we got a new trailer out. Beverly Hills, we don't have a new trailer out, but we do have a lot of new updates outside of the Denise and Brandy affair because I'm sure at this point everybody's tired of hearing about the Brandy and Denise affair. Um, So I do have some other news to share about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and then some Real Housewives of OC. We might get into some Jersey. Um, No wild news about Jersey this week, I don't think. Joe Judice is living his best life. Teresa's kind of laying down what it looks like this season, because that's really all we have to talk about since I haven't seen too much new news come out for Jersey. But what it looks like from this season now that Teresa's opening up more about her marriage with Joe is that she's really kind of just laying down the foundation and the groundwork for her leaving him. Because we know that she left him after they finished taping. So now it's going to make sense why she would actually leave him in the end. And like we know that like with production and the way they edit certain things, they drop little nuggets here and there so that at the end, you know, it tells the full story. So I think the reason they're having her, they're sharing all these clips about all these mean things that he's saying to her while he's in ice, all of these, you know, her finally opening up about him cheating, like all of this stuff, I think was her way of kind of you know, laying down the tracks so that, you know, when we get to the final station, it's like, oh yeah, surprise, she left him, even though we all knew she was going to leave him. Come on, let's be real. 
Um, but before we get into more Bravo news, let's talk about To All the Boys 2 on Netflix. The sequel To All the Boys came out with Noah Centineo. He's a hottie. And he also had like some some videos that leaked on the Twitter earlier this month, which I found out because I was watching the film on Friday night on Valentine's Day. And I was like, what's going on with Noah? And then I looked him up and I looked on the Twitter and everyone's like, oh, my God. He has like, I guess they were Snapchat videos that he was sending to somebody. He sent somebody some videos and they are very... Um, um, what, what, how can I say this? They're just very out, like, you just, you don't, you, you see, like, his chin, and you can hear him, like, oh, yeah, you can hear, like, that, but, like, you don't really see his face, but you kind of know it's him, you can tell by, like, the abs and the big nipples, and his dick is huge, like, I'm just gonna say that, and it's, like, whoa, and he has, like, a ton of, like, oil, like, it's just, it's a lot, so if you want, like, if you want to see that, I'm not gonna describe it anymore, actually, I wonder if I can actually, this, this might be too graphic to play on hashtag no filter, but, I mean, if we can find it, there's, um, I think it's called like Noah Centineo leaked. Actually, maybe we won't play it just because it's like a little disrespectful to Noah Centineo. Even though like if you're sending dirty pictures around the internet, then like, you know, maybe you don't do that. Like, cause then like it's probably going to end up on all over the internet. Okay. I can't immediately find it on my phone, but uh, of course, my phone is going to freeze in this moment. Anyway, but let's talk about To All the Boys I've Ever Loved. So Noah Centineo's in it, and Jordan, what's his name, Fisher? I think he's in it as well. I think he's the one that's in it. Um, first of all, like, I just have to say, this movie was so, I watched it on Friday night, and it's so corny. Like, if you're a grown adult and you're watching this movie, then, like, you need to move out of your parents' house at this point, like you're too old. This is too much. Like it's something I probably would have enjoyed like in high school, like maybe when I was 13, you know, and I was like into high school musical. It's just now it's just too cheesy for me. Like, I feel like it's a Disney channel original movie, you know, a decom that like, I love, I love those. Okay. I'm not going to knock decoms. Cause like every Halloween, I still watch all the Halloween town movies, except for the fourth one, because that's when they added in the new girl and they took out Kimberly J Brown. And like, nobody cares about that. But, like, I just feel like as a grown adult, like, this is just not the type of movie you should be watching. Like, go watch Parasite. Like, you, you know, you've, you've grown up. You're, you know, you're a new, evolved person. You're not watching. Like, unless you have kids. I don't know. I just feel like if you're a teenager, yes, you can be into this. Even if you're, like, 18, 19, 20. Like, I think even when I was, like, 21 and in college, like, this would have been, like, a cute-ish movie. Like, what if I felt a little embarrassed watching it? Because, again, it just feels so juvenile. It just feels like... I don't know. This is not a, a movie that grown adults should be spending their Valentine's Day watching alone like I did. But like I'm a serious journalist. So like my reasoning was like strictly professional and had nothing to do with the fact that the guy that I had plans with bailed on me at 5 p.m. But in his defense, I definitely fully deserved it because um, I knew I wasn't like that into him. And I was just hoping that like the reason he asked me out on Friday was because like it was coincidentally Valentine's Day and not because it was Valentine's Day, even though I knew that like I wasn't. God, I, I do this a lot now that I'm listening to this. I tend to like do this thing with these guys where I'm just like, yes, like let's let's continue to go out, even though in my mind I've already dismissed him and like know that like there's not going to be a future with us I just I don't know sometimes I like having somebody to hang out with and with, with him like I just liked hanging out with him okay so the episode I did with Bryce and Annie where I talked about the guy that wouldn't have sex with me this is him and so I obviously knew like there was no pressure of having sex like he would just come over we'd probably like order in some food maybe tacos he loves tacos that's like his thing tacos um 
and probably like watch like Grace and Frankie and like have a good night and like, you know, cuddle a little bit, kiss a little bit, and then he would be gone and done. But then my friend Katie Thompson, who I did Disaster Daters with, which is out now, if you guys want to listen to that, it's a really wild six episodes with the our craziest dating stories. stories. Um, go listen to it. It's actually really funny. People have given us great feedback about it. They said that we're better than Kelly and Ryan, which thank you. Um, I just, Katie was like, you shouldn't be going out with this guy because like, you know, he clearly seems to be into you because if he's not having sex with you and the reason he says he's not having sex with you is because he respects you, but like guys lie. So I'm just like, is that true? Is he, does he really respect me? Anyway, long story short, I was like, sure, let's, you know, hang out on Friday. I didn't, you know, played it off as like, I didn't really know it was Valentine's day. And then like five, five thirty, he's like, Hey, so I can't come over tonight. Thanks. I was like, excuse me, you're just going to bail at the last minute? He's like, yeah. And I was like, why? And he's just like, I have laundry and I have to go to the gym. And I was just like, ouch. And he's like, yep. And I was like, ooh, okay. I guess I did something that I don't know that I did. He probably listened to a podcast or something. Um, Something happened between like Tuesday night and Friday night because like he cut me out real quick. (sighs) Um, But yeah, I would say to all the boys part two, I would rate it maybe like a six out of ten. Just because, like, it was, like, a cute movie for, like, somebody in high school. But, like, I don't think it's that deep. They have another movie coming out. I don't know if I'll watch it. I like the first. I like the first to all the boys. Like, that one was pretty good. But, like, the sequel, I feel like sequels are always, like, corny and cheesy. And her, like, you know, do I want Noah or do I want this other guy? Who do I love? And in the end, I'm going to pick Noah and break up with this other guy. Like, let's be real. I would pick Noah, too, because he's, like, really, um, really friggin' hot. Ooh, oh, oops. Oh, his video is now playing on the Twitter. There's Noah's moans. Very wet. Okay. Thank you, Noah. Thank you for that little cameo on hashtag no filter. Um, in other relationship news, Amanda Bynes got engaged, I guess. She announced it on her Instagram with that terrible tattoo on her face. I don't know who thought that that was a good idea. I don't know if she thought that that was a good idea. I don't know why she didn't have a girlfriend that's like, girl, no. Like, let's not, let's not like put a crooked heart on your face that looks like, you know, your, your little cousin drew it. This poor girl though. Like, I feel so bad for Amanda Bynes because she's just like a shell of a human. Like you look at her pictures and she has the same face, the same eyes. Like she just looks drugged out and it's just not like, it's, it's just sad. Like she just looks like I feel terrible for her. I mean, I'm happy that she seems to have found somebody that she's in love with that like she's engaged to congrats to her on that. But like, I don't know. I feel like even if you are, like, if I were to date somebody that I know is that heavily sedated and that heavily, like, on drugs and, like, that's how they live their lives, like, it would be really tough for me to, like, connect with them. I don't want to say it'd be tough for me to love them, but it's just, like, how do you connect with somebody that's that out of it, that doesn't have any feelings? Like, and I feel like I'm being really insensitive, but at the same time, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not somebody... Look, I I don't believe in, like, medication. I understand the people that are, like, sometimes it's medically necessary. And, like, I don't want to knock that. But at the same time, I'm just, like, look at her. Like, look at her photos. If you scroll through Amanda Bynes' Instagram and you look at her eyes in every single photo, it's, like, the dead stripper eyes in every single one of them. And she's just not there anymore. She's not a real human. She's not a real person. I don't know how you can even, like, function and even, like, still go to school. So this is the conversation I was having with about Britney Spears. Because after seeing Amanda Bynes' 
Instagram account. Then I discovered Britney Spears' Instagram account. And I don't even know how I didn't discover this anytime sooner because Britney's account is like wild. She's literally like a dead 12 or I shouldn't even say that. But she's like a non-existent like 11 year old girl, like the way that she talks and her personality is just like, she just seems like she's on so many drugs, like not like, you know, she's not like addicted to drugs, but she's like on a lot of prescription drugs that are no longer the person, like she's no longer a real human being that you can like connect with and have a conversation with. And so my thing is like, how do you, how does Amanda Bynes going to like fashion school and studying on all of these drugs? And how's Britney Spears even going out and performing her songs every, every show and like meeting people on all of these drugs? Like, how do you function like that? Cause like you look at Britney Spears like Instagram and all these like crazy videos of us like showing her, her closet or like dancing on, you know, her porch with the mascara she had from last weekend when she was out at the club. Like it just looks so bad and her hair just looks so bad. And I'm just like, why is there nobody there that like is there to take care of her? I mean, now I understand why everybody's like free Britney, free Britney. I feel like it's not going to be that easy to free Britney because she is so not in reality right now that like we need a minute to like bring her back into the real world and like wean her off of the drugs that she's on to rehab her into the person that she used to be if that person is even still there but it's just it's so sad that we're drugging up these people and I'm just like damn like when do we let them like what is the fine line between doping somebody up and letting them be like a real human being because like this is just it's really sad to watch and I feel like we're just this this episode's turning really really deep and really dark because now we have to talk about Caroline Flack who passed away over the weekend. She was the UK host of Love Island. And she, um, details about her death haven't been fully released yet. We just know that she passed away. Uh, Love Island has released some statements. Her family's released a statement. And I believe on Twitter, they were suspecting that this was a suicide. She was found dead at 40, but they... We believe that this was a suicide, but the details haven't been fully confirmed just yet. Everyone's just saying, like, we want the family to respect their privacy. Love Island pulled their most recent episode out of respect, and they're supposed to be, uh, they're going to be doing a tribute episode when the next episode of Love Island does air. This is not the U.S. Love Island, so we're not talking about Ariel because people are freaking out. They're like, oh, my God, Ariel. But, like, this is not Ariel. Ariel is very much alive and well with Matt, her little cutie, and they're just cuties together, and I love it. Um, but unfortunately, I didn't even, Caroline was not even on my radar because I did not watch the the UK version of um, Love Island. I, Love Island didn't even come into my sphere until it became a US show. And I'm excited that it's coming back for season two. But her, her ex, her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend, whoever her ex is. So there was apparently some like debacle that went down at the end of last year where there were these uh, domestic violence charges that were brought up. Apparently she was fighting with her boyfriend and the cops were called and people were like arrested and she was released on bail and she was accused of either hurting him or beating him or hitting him or something. There was some sort of um, court case working itself out as they, they were, I guess, trying to work out the relationship. And so he... Lewis Burton, who is her, I don't know if he's her current boyfriend or her ex-boyfriend. I don't know the current status of their relationship. It looks like he was her current boyfriend. And this was the person that I'm assuming she got into that altercation with last year. He released a thing on Instagram 
which to me was very sweet, but also kind of weird. Like I'll read it to you. Um, this is what Lewis put on Instagram. My heart is broken. We had something so special. I'm so lost for words. I'm in so much pain. I miss you so much. I know you felt safe with me. You always said, I don't think about anything else when I am with you. And I was not allowed to be there this time and kept asking and asking. I will be your voice, baby. I promise I will ask all the questions you wanted and I will get all the answers. Nothing will bring you back, but I will try to make you proud every day. I love you with all my heart. Broken heart emoji. So maybe the first time I read it, I was a little confused with like the first part. One, because it's all like one run on sentence. So you can't really make sense of like which part is what because he's like quoting her and some of it. Like there's no punctuation. There's no commas. There's no periods. There's no nothing. It's just like one really, really long sentence. No quotation marks, like nothing. So I'm lost for words. I'm in so much pain. I love you so much. I know you felt safe with me which is kind of weird. I know you felt safe with me. Like, I feel like he's, I don't know, it just feels a little interesting to say that. I know you felt safe with me. You always said, I don't think about anything else when I'm with you. Like, it's kind of like he's making it about him or like trying to cover up something. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm thinking too much into this because we just did an episode last week with Patrick Hines. It's coming out next week about like um, true crime and all of these like murders that are committed. Like, I'm not saying that he committed a murder, but I'm just saying like this is, there are like some fingerprints you want to pay attention to. And the whole, you, you, always felt safe with me par and you always said I don't think about anything else when I'm with you and I was not allowed to be there this time I kept asking and asking like that to me is also kind of weird like why do you need to say that like I kept trying to be there for you like he's trying to like to me he's trying to relinquish some sort of guilt and that's why he's releasing the statement publicly on Instagram by saying I wanted to be with you and I kept asking to be with you and I kept asking to be with you but I couldn't be with you like is he saying she prevented him from being with him or their court case prevented them from being together or whatever the case may be it just it seems sweet and it seems loving but it also seems just like a little off to me I don't know what you guys think but that's that's my take on it but RIP rest in peace she was a beautiful woman I mean, she's gorgeous. I know I don't like to be like, oh, she looks great for her age. But like she truly looks like she could be in like her late 20s, early 30s. She just looks she's a beautiful, beautiful woman. And it's so sad to see her pass away at such a young age. Um, yeah, RIP, girl. Much love to you. May your legacy live on on Love Island. And may everybody that's ever worked with you continue to cherish all of your work. Because I'm pretty sure you were awesome. All right, let's move into some Bravo news, you guys, to kind of lighten up the spirit. Real Housewives with New Jersey is back. It is returning this April. The trailer is out, and I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if I love it. I don't know if I hate it. I definitely didn't hate it, but I also definitely didn't love it. See, with me, when I see a Housewives trailer... I have to watch it like four times because it's so good. And I watch it again and again and I look for clues and I try to piece things together and I try to see what the storyline's going to be and I try to see, you know, how they cut it in certain ways to lead us onto one thing, but it's really going to be the other thing. Like, I love the trailers. I love to dissect them. I love to break them apart. I love to see how they diversify it from the season before. And New York always delivers a great trailer because they always add so much humor to it and it's always so like wild. In this case, though, I mean, maybe it's the fact that like Bethany was gone and you really feel her absence in it. 
but this trailer just didn't seem to deliver as much for me as I would have expected. We also barely saw anything about Tinsley and her engagement and her leaving to Chicago. Like it was maybe two seconds of the trailer and it was broken up into two different parts. And we barely even saw any of Tinsley in the trailer, which I was really happy with. Cause I'm just like, you know, I'm not a big Tinsley fan. I think she's a little. And so I'm excited to, ha I'm happy to see her sail off into the Chicago breeze. I'm like, bye girl. Thank you. Thank you. Next. Um, I think Dorinda really stole the show this season. I think without Bethany, Dorinda and Sonia really get to shine and like carry the show. This is the first season we've actually seen Dorinda without Bethany, even though we've seen her like, you know, make small teeny tiny cameos in the earlier seasons. This is the first time we really get to see her. And I think without Bethany, she does carry the show. Like Ramona's Ramona and Luann is Luann. And this new girl seems like she's really going to be bringing some heat. She seems to be, you know, fighting with Dorinda. But I think Dorinda really carries the trailer and will probably end up carrying the show. I don't know. I feel like I didn't love the trailer. I did. I wasn't eager to watch it a second time after watching it the first time, but I did muster up just to see if I noticed anything different or felt any differently. And even now I'm like, it's a good trailer. It looks like it's going to be a good season, but I don't think it's going to be anything groundbreaking or revolutionary. And I'm hoping like, it feels like a, um, Real Housewives of New York season four. Like when Bethany first left and they brought in Cindy, the new girl, and Kelly Ben Simone was still on. Like it just felt like a, okay, this is like a season that's going to carry us to our next best season. And I'm hoping this doesn't like let the show go down from here. I'm hoping it goes up from here, but we'll see what this new girl has to bring. Hopefully she can carry the heat and hopefully she'll stick on when Tinsley leaves because she looks like she's, she's packing. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. This trailer is not out yet. Andy tweeted to a couple of fans and he's like, um, trailer is going to be probably about another month when I'm like, homie, you said that a month ago. You said a month ago that we were going to get the trailer. And now here we are a month later and we still don't have a trailer. And you're saying it's probably going to take a month, maybe more, which at this point, if Beverly Hills or sorry, if New York released their trailer now and we're mid February and they're coming back in six weeks, which is March, then that probably means that Beverly Hills won't be back until I want to say either May. Well, I mean, they normally release between six and four weeks out from when the show's going to premiere. So I'm assuming Beverly Hills may still have like a maybe late April release. I think we're probably at this point looking closer to June, especially because um, Brandy on her show was talking about how the producers and the Bravo execs didn't want her talking or tweeting about the show until at least June, which is probably, which I assumed would be when her episodes were starting to air. But I'm thinking that may be when we actually get a Beverly Hills new season is this June, which at that point is going to be way too long. It's going to be after almost after a year from when they've been filming it. And like at that point, like, no, we don't want to wait an entire year because then that means we won't get into any of the Brandy Denise drama until like the fall. And that's a year after all of that happened. And like, no, we needed sooner rather than later. Bravo. We need to get on this. Um, no new Brandy Denise updates, so hopefully that'll die down a little bit. But we do have some new rumors about Dorit and PK. Apparently, there are some new split and divorce rumors. He's allegedly not living with her anymore. He's living... Um, he says that he was living with Boy George because Boy George um, was on tour or something, or it had something to do with a competition show. I don't know if it was The Voice or something. He had something to do with the competition show in Europe, and... Apparently, that was his reasoning for not being back here in L.A. with Dorit. 
but people are saying that their relationship is really rocky right now. A few different reports came out over the weekend, um, specifically like Thursday night, Friday on Valentine's Day. And Dorit has shot down those rumors. She posted a photo of her and PK wishing him like a very happy Valentine's Day, making it seem like they are very much in love. And I have to say, I listened to her interview on Justin Anderson's podcast, which I believe I listened to it over the weekend, but I or last week. Um, and I want to say it was from either last summer or maybe a little before that. And he was talking to her about um, being on the show, being on Housewives and the experience. And then they were talking about their significant others. And she was really talking about PK. And like, we don't really get to see their relationship much on Housewives. So, I mean, we kind of see him more like, oh, PK, he's gross. I would never kiss him. Uh, uh, uh. Maybe if he had enough money, which he does. Okay, maybe I'll kiss him. Um, but like, I feel like we don't really get to see the love in their relationship. But I was when I was listening to the interview that she gave with Justin, where she really doesn't have to be into her husband at that point. Like, I get it if she wanted to like fake be into him for the cameras to make it look like their relationship is amazing. But like in the interview, she actually seemed like she really did care about him and like was surprised that she fell in love with him and and truly was into him, which I thought was so sweet. And it was just a different side of their relationship that we haven't really seen on the show. So I'm curious to see like what happened or what's going on in the relationship I mean look where there's smoke there's fire so there has to be something going on within their relationship or maybe there's you know some rockiness that happens throughout the season and so this is another like leak to give us some insight about what we're going to see on the show within this new season IDK I don't know but we'll hopefully see it um if anybody else has any more clues on Dorit and PK let me know send them to me also in Beverly Hills, there were some new cast photos that were released. All of the original cast members, plus Garcelle, who is one of the newest cast members. Sutton was not included in any of them. This was supposedly, I couldn't find too much about where these photos were from or what. It was just like a first sneak peek at the new cast photo that they're going to be taking. And they're all in like these pastels. Most of them are in yellow. We have a little bit of orange and some like pinks in there, but it's very springy. Like it looks very Eastery, their colors. They're very like bright neon-y um, pastel or I guess more neony than pastel-y um I don't know it, it's very spring that's what I'll say it's very spring Lisa Ren is wearing like an orange dress a couple of the girls are wearing Teddy and uh Denise are wearing pink and the rest of the girls are all wearing different shades of like yellow a neony yellow a gold yellow just different shades of yellow um, so those photos were released with some videos of them wishing everybody a happy Valentine's Day and doing the little hearts I didn't, I'm not entirely sure where they were released though. I don't know if Bravo released them or who got their hands on them, but they were out. This was apparently like thought out because these were Valentine's Day messages, but I couldn't find out where they were originally posted, but I also didn't dig that deep TBH. But um, they all look, Erica looks really good. She doesn't look like overdone like she normally does in her confessionals. Like sometimes her looks are just like a lot over the top for me. And I'm just like, Erica, girl, calm down. But she did look very glam. Her hair is very sleek. She's rocking a very pretty yellowish gold dress. It's very shiny and sparkly. And I think she looks the best in all of them. Dorit looks great. She looks a little constipated and like she just got some fresh Botox. So her face isn't moving too much. Um, but she looks great. Her hair's short and sleek. And she's also wearing yellow and she's got the little shoulder pads and it's a great vibe. Also rocking the shoulder pads is Lisa Rinna in her orange dress. But she looks just like Lisa Rinna. She's got the same hairdo she like always does. And I'm just like, Lisa, you were mixing it up with the hairstyles. Like now we just brought the old G hairstyle. I love you, Lisa Renner. You're probably one of my favorites on the show. But like, I don't love this look. It just looks a little too Lisa Renner for me. It's like Lisa Renner trying to sell Lisa Renner collection. 
Okay. Denise looks nice. She has a dark little pink dress on. She looks like Denise. Her hair, exactly the same. Um, yeah, nothing exciting about Denise. Teddy looks pregnant, very pregnant, like just very, very pregnant. And I'm just like, oh, poor girl. Like I, I could just feel the baby just like ready to slide out of her. She's like ready, so ready to pop and her face is so swollen. She looks pretty. She does look pretty. I'm not I'm not saying that she doesn't look pretty or she looks bloated or whatever. Obviously, she looks a little bloated because she's pregnant. She's ready to pop. But like she just looks like she's ready to get this baby out of her. And I feel like she's been pregnant for so long that I'm ready to get this baby out of her as well. Like I'll deliver it for you, girl. Just like call me. I know some midwives like we'll, we'll make it happen for you. We'll, ha we'll help you out, girl. Uh, Garcelle looks very regal, very pretty. I feel like based off of what we've seen from Garcelle, lately um she looks like she's going to be like a voice of reason this season so maybe she'll replace like a vanderpump i don't know if vanderpump is really a voice of reason whatever kyle though kyle you guys no kyle's bangs i don't love kyle with the bangs i love kyle i think she's very fashionable i think she's very chic i think she has some really good fashion moments um especially in recent years but like these bangs are just not good on her and like who decided that like she needed this i dream of genie hairstyle look like she's wearing the yellow and she's doing the heart but like her hair just looks very i dream of genie and it is not a good look on her at all like i think she takes the cake for like worse look of this photo shoot because it's not it's not a good look on her shout out to katie thompson again my friend because she's the one that actually said when i was talking to her on the phone and sent her the photo she's like it looks like i dream of genie which is what i was thinking but i couldn't think of the words that i wanted to use and she gets mad every time i steal something from hers even though i'm not stealing it i'm just like sharing it but like she does it to me all the time but like i'll give her credit love you katie thank you for mustering up the words my brain couldn't in that moment but yeah the, the photos are out they're all over instagram what i normally do to find these photos is i'll go onto like kyle's instagram or teddy's instagram and i'll go into their tagged photos and that's where i typically find like news about them because then other accounts that are posting new stuff about them they'll tag them in the photos so it's a good little tip for you right there um, and to close things out, we have Real Housewives of OC News. So we've confirmed who is coming back. And Kelly Dodd is coming back for sure. Bronwyn is coming back for sure. Apparently, the new season is going to be centered around Bronwyn. She's going to be like the glue that holds everybody together. And she's apparently the connection to the newbies that they're supposedly bringing in. Or they are bringing in, but we're not entirely. We have uh, assumptions of who the newbies are, but they haven't been announced yet. Um, and they're apparently closer to Bronwyn and she's going to be, you know, the matriarch of the season, which I actually really like. And I saw coming last season. I just there's something in Bronwyn that you can see that like she can really carry the show and be the new lead force moving forward, which I think may be a little um, off putting to some of the other cast members that have been around more than just one season and that are like, hmm. Why are we giving this to Bronwyn? But I understand we want some fresh blood, some fresh perspectives with some old faces. Speaking of old faces, Shannon Bedore is now confirmed that she's coming back and she's apparently nervous about coming back because she's not that close to any of the ladies and she's lost the Trace Amigas or the Trace Abuelas. Um, so yeah, we have Shannon, we have Kelly Dodd, we have Bronwyn, we have Emily, we have Gina, and we have some new girls. Gina confirmed that she's coming back. She posted a little photo with the cameras. So everybody except Tamara and Vicky, even though we all knew Vicky was going to come back, especially after like that, that I think just, she just went out like so bitter and giving them that ultimatum. Like, no, like you should have left and never taken, you know, the, um, the friend nod this past season and just ended on a good note and like said your goodbyes and maybe done a couple of like cute cameos. And like, I think that would have been good if she kept her relationship solid with some of the other cast members and did like cute, fun cameos. I think that would have been nice. Not like Jill Zarin on New York. Cause Jill Zarin just looks thirsty <laughs> parched. Um, Yeah. 
I think she really ruined it and she ruined her Real Housewives legacy with all this thirsty, trashy bitterness. But she said that there's two sides to every story and that the producers are just making her look that way. But I'm like, girl, got to have some responsibility for yourself. Go sell that insurance. Um, get that paycheck. <sighs> all right. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me. Um, don't forget to listen to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter every Monday and Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all the places, and Pandora. We're also on Pandora as well. Don't miss our new um, explosive, fun new interview with Miss Kristen Doty, which is coming this Wednesday on the show. Kristen Doty is going to be on here, and I'm asking her all of your burning Vanderpump questions and asking her to give us some really good advice to know if the guy that's in our life is making us crazy or if it's us because it might be us too because I think sometimes it's me um, also next week we have on Patrick Hines who's going to be talking to me all about true crime I ask him about John Bonet. I ask him about Jody Arias I ask him about Adnan from Serial oh so much good tea I ask him about um, Dirty John like it's just it's really good if you love oh we talked about Don't Fuck With Cats it's a good episode you're not going to want to miss it so stay subscribed to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter give me five stars because I love that validation and I love you keep me updated on all the latest Bravo tea and celebrity juice and gossip that you see out there slide into my DMs at Just Plain Zach or tweet me Love you guys. Don't miss Disaster Daters, which is out now. Don't miss the new season of Hashtag Adulting, which is out now, both on all podcast platforms, so you're not going to want to miss it. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. See you Wednesday. Bye.